If you've got a super high interest rate on a vehicle, it's not a good idea to reaffirm it. So in North Georgia, if your interest rate is 20% or higher right now in the year 2024, I'm not signing that reaffirmation agreement. And, and I don't think you'd, you'd be real hard pressed to find an attorney that would. And I don't think any judge would approve it if it were ever brought before a judge because 20% or higher is ridiculous. And the goal of the chapter seven is to get a new fresh start, to move on and to have a better future. A lot of people think that, you know, hey, once my case is discharged, now that I have this chapter seven on my record, nobody's gonna sell me a car or make another loan to me, right? It's not true. The reason it's not true is because you can only file chapter seven once every eight years. And creditors know this, car dealers know this, Anybody who makes loans knows this. Welcome to the Bankruptcy Podcast, a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week, we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real life stories. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello, this is Jeff Kelly, and in this video, I want to talk to you about reaffirmation agreements in a Chapter 7. So, what are they? Well, you've probably heard stories about somebody who filed a Chapter 7, and they had this really nice, super great car, and they were able to keep it and pay for it and wipe out all of their other debts, and all the neighbors got really pissed off and said, Oh, isn't the system terrible? Well, not really, because the truth is there was probably you know, a decent payment on that car. There was probably a ton of debt on that specific car. And whoever it was that filed Chapter 7 had to reaffirm and re-obligate themselves on the debt. So that's how people file Chapter 7, wipe out a bunch of stuff, and are still able to keep things like houses and cars and things like that. It's because there's debt owed. and But it, it's got to be for something that is reasonable because the goal of a Chapter 7 is to get a fresh start and one thing to consider while, you know, for normal average kind of things like a car, you know, most creditors want you to reaffirm the vehicle, but they don't have to. If they want to, they can say, eh, we don't like you. We're going to take the car. I've been doing this for 25 years. It almost never, ever happens. I've, I've had it happen one time in 25 years. And the reason was because this particular small bank just didn't want to deal with reaffirmation agreements. They didn't have anything against the debtor. They didn't know personal vendetta. They just didn't want to fool with it. They have that right. Almost never happens. Now, if you are considering signing a reaffirmation agreement, be careful. I hate reaffirmation agreements because you're obligated once you sign it. Now, you have... 60 days to change your mind under the bankruptcy code, but don't wait till the last second. And better yet, if it's something you can live without, don't reaffirm the car or whatever the security thing is. Don't do that to yourself. You've got to ask, what are your long-term goals? For most of my clients, it's the same thing. They, they want to buy a house. And how is paying for this super nice, expensive car, you know, that has a very high debt upon it, how does that impact you in reaching your goal of getting into a house? Well, the answer is it's going to inhibit you. Now, if you've got a super high interest rate 
on a vehicle, it's not a good idea to reaffirm it. So in North Georgia, if your interest rate is 20% or higher right now in the year 2024, I'm not signing that reaffirmation agreement. And, and I don't think you'd, you'd be real hard pressed to find an attorney that would. And I don't think any judge would approve it if it were ever brought before a judge because 20% or higher is ridiculous. And the goal of the chapter seven is to get a new fresh start, to move on and to have a better future. A lot of people think that, you know, hey, once my case is discharged, now that I have this chapter seven on my record, nobody's going to sell me a car or make another loan to me, right? It's not true. The reason it's not true is because you can only file chapter seven once every eight years. And creditors know this. Car dealers know this. Anybody who makes loans knows this. So who would you rather make? make a loan to somebody who's got this big, huge amount of debt that's hanging over their head and growing at compound interest rate, which, by the way, is a very large percentage of our country right now. Or would you rather make a loan to somebody who just filed Chapter 7? Their decks are clear. They don't owe anybody and they can't file again for eight years. Who would you rather make the loan to? Well, of course, the person that doesn't have any debt hanging over them and can't file again for eight years. So that's why you will hear people say they have rebuilt their credit by filing a chapter seven and clearing the decks. Personally, I, I don't like that terminology. I'd rather say, hey, we clear the decks and we got a fresh start because starting over at ground zero is better than negative 30,000. So if you have any questions about a reaffirmation agreement, if you are not 100% sure that you want to sign it, don't do it. Meet with your attorney. Get all of your questions answered before you sign it. If you're up against a deadline to get it signed before the case closes, whatever, don't wait till the last second. Don't put yourself in that position. But at the same time, don't be pressured into signing a reaffirmation agreement. You will be able to buy another car after your discharge. You will recover. The vast majority of people who file Chapter 7 recover with no problem. So if you have any questions and you live in North Georgia, you can give me a call at 770-881-8449. I also have a uh, podcast website at www.kellybankruptcy.com. I've got a lot of articles at kellycanhelp.com. I've written a book on Chapter 13 and Chapter 7. You can download a free copy. I try to cover the most general things that pop up, but if you need specific answers to specific questions, call my office and let's move the process forward. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, Helping People Get Out of Debt. Available at kellycanhelp.com slash welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.